welcome back to the Call Me By Your Game podcast. This is a show where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest, a friend of mine, uh, to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. We'll talk uh, not only what about what made playing the game fun and special to them, but what was cool about the context of when they fell in love with it for the first time. A little housekeeping up top. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about the show, you can visit our website at callme.com buyyourgame.com. If you have questions, uh, anything you want to share, let's say you played this game and loved it. I'd love to hear some memories from you. So you can hit us up at call me by your game podcast at gmail.com. And then if you want to support the show, if you listen to the show and you're like, Hey, these, these people do an okay job, then I've got a few spots for you. You can rate and review us on the Apple Podcast Store, uh, especially if I would say, if you've listened to the show for a while and haven't done that, that would be an awesome thing that you can do for us. It helps our visibility. We'll get more people listening to us. It's great. Um, Of course, you can share the show with a friend, whether they love video games in general or the game we're talking about today. And lastly, uh, we're, of course, a part of the Super NPC uh, Patreon radio network. I always say that wrong. It's Super NPC Radio and we have a Patreon for it. Uh, and anyway, if you like this show, if you like video games, a comedy show, um, we have a ton of bonus content for you. Uh, we just turn it out. One of the things you can get is if you're on the lowest tier, we have a weekly bonus show for me and Jeremy Schmidt where we just talk about a topic at whatever length. For October, we've got some fun, uh, scary stuff coming up, some scary games. So yeah, take it, take a look and also check it out. We've got a bunch of stuff that are available as free previews. So you don't even have to pay for it if you want to just uh, dip your toes in. Um, that's it for the housekeeping. Uh, and we'll go ahead and uh, just start the best part of the show. And that's where I introduce our guest for today's episode. So please, for the first time, welcome Saints Offensive Coordinator, UCB's heartthrob, and host of the Film versus Film podcast, Leonard Smith Jr. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, Connor? How are you doing? I am doing A-OK, all things considered. Uh, how the heck are you doing? Thank you for joining me. Hey, I'm, I'm great. I'm feeling good. I've been wanting to be on this podcast for a long time, and I'm happy to be here. So uh, thanks yeah. for having me. Hey, you bet. We that's what you know what we do on this show, Leonard. We make dreams come true. Uh, I like to tell everybody that I'm a dream maker. Uh, wow, that's so egotistical. <laughs> um, but yeah, you've been on my on my famous uh, spreadsheet for a long time. Uh, I'm particularly. I'm not only just excited because I like you and you're a fun person to talk to, but I'm not only excited to have you on the show for that reason, but also I think. If I don't count like snowboarding, this might be the first sports game that we're going to talk about on this show. Well, actually, you know, I've been doing a baseball spotlight. Okay, it's the first soccer slash football game we're talking about on the show. Am I the first person to represent like a structured sports game, like with rules and whatnot, or has someone presented a... You know, you might be because I, I've done like a special baseball spotlight that we've started where I've covered, uh, three games so far and we've got one more to do. So aside from me, yeah, you are. So thank you for doing this for the show. Hey man, I'm just here, man. I'm just doing my part. Everybody knows you make sacrifices for those in your life and here you are doing it for me too. So I just, I don't even know what to say. Um, (laughs) well, so Leonard, I know you and I want the guests to get to know you a little bit better. I know you, I mean, mostly if we were to like in a blink of an eye, be like, yeah, we know each other through improv and UCB and the clubhouse, but we actually met 
on uh, quite the eventful music video set way back yeah. when. And honestly, there's so much about that day that like uh, sticks out in my mind. Uh, what do you remember about about that day? I just remember being very self-conscious about my car. And driving it up to Beverly Hills or wherever <laughs> oh, yes. we were, and like in just that seeing, crazy gated community. Yes, very nice cars. I was also just very interested by the whole concept of like a rent a mansion, basically, mm-hmm. like a mansion that's <laughs> just for rent. I mean, but it's necessary. We live in Hollywood, L.A. Things get filmed. Uh, yeah. I also remember it being long and me being tired and falling asleep <laughs> and being like, "Wow, it is what it is. I'm gonna fall asleep and everyone's gonna hear me snore." And it happened. So, uh, and I just remember you being very cool, man. You were a very cool guy. I was like, I like this guy. I want to be friends. Oh, with this thank guy. you. Yeah, I think it was sometimes for whatever reason, sometimes when I meet people, I might uh, either I might like judge them or be like, I don't know if this person's like someone I could be friends with. But then eventually I learn like that's not true or like I'm like, hey, I'm the asshole. This person's great. This was not one of those scenarios. I want to be very clear. Uh, This was a scenario where I felt the same way. I was uh, we just had a ton of fun. On that set that day, we got to talk about so much stuff. And then I remember it was game five of the NBA finals, the game that KD came back and like kind of won it for him, but then got hurt at the very end. We were watching, I think like on our phones together. Yes. I also, I forgot about that. I was just like, man, I'm here, but you know what? This is life. This is, you have a job, you have to do it. And I got that, um, that job, that casting very last minute from Christina Joe. Same here. Uh, <laughs> I think we did like a, a academy show, graduation show together. And then like after the show, she's like, Hey, can you do this shoot tomorrow? Amazing. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And, um, you know, we did it. It was for Akita. If you guys ever want to look for that, that video yeah. of us in there. Connor's great, man. He I, he steals the show. Oh, hey, you're being too kind. I would say the same about you. That it was. It's funny for the. I'm sure, that, of course, the listener for sure has seen this music video thousands of times because <laughs> it's world famous by this point. Uh, but in this music video, it's kind of meta where Kita is like she's talking to the camera and doing this like, hey, here's my what? Who did that? It was like it was Vogue. Vogue. Yeah, the Vogue, Vogue seventy three questions, I believe it is. He, Thank you. Uh, So she's doing this like 73 question style video, but then like, because it's a music video, she like goes into her own, like in her head sort of moments. It's, it gets really crazy, but Leonard and I played the crew. So I was the like, like very much hipster indie looking uh, camera guy. And you are the sound person following me around who, uh, is not just, here for it. Think of like if Stanley was the <laughs> Stanley from the office was the camera guy. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I do remember some fed up looks uh, in the music video, and it was pretty great. Uh, yeah, what an eventful day! And well, I think that day we also got to talking, and you shared that uh, probably told me that you knew Christina from UCB, and I immediately am like, oh, UCB, like I want to talk about this, and uh, then. I think you had just started Lemon Pepper Wet maybe recently before that or something. Cause then I think immediately I was like, Hey, yeah, will you come play TNT a lot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I just started Lemon Pepper Wet. I was drinking the UCB Kool-Aid pretty hard and then I <laughs> kind of fell off of it. And yeah. I, you know, Lemon Pepper Wet was a great thing for me. I was happy that I started it. shout out to the guys and you were very, um, you know, uh, 
a good part of us getting us started, putting us on shows, booking us. And, and it was great. Mm. I appreciate that. And we, yeah. we took off, you know, we just, we really clicked. I think maybe just a bunch of black guys playing together who normally don't get to play with a bunch of black guys on stage. Yeah. People, when people would see us, they would be like, oh, you guys have known each other for years. Or you guys know you from your college? <laughs> like, no, well, we just all met in the last like month and a half and I put this thing together and here we are. But you know, yeah. it, it, it's been, it's been a fun ride, you know? I love it. Uh, I mean, sometimes, um, all it takes is for like a group to get some stage time. And even if that's, you know, at a Tuesday night thunder at 8 PM on a, you know, on a Tuesday with maybe 10 people in the audience or sometimes more, then that's the way you start. And I think, yeah, it was like, it was a testament to like the way you guys were able to work with each other, even though you weren't like lifelong friends was just like, you had a special connection and still do. And it was just easy to see, which is why people, you know, thought you had known each other forever. Yeah, it was, it was great. And, uh, thankfully we had those warm up shows because like our first ever show that we like put on at the comedy central stage, we somehow like sold out and it was like a packed house. And yeah. it was just like, it would have been bad if like that was our first ever show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, and Hey, now we, you know, improv stage improv is a thing that, you know, maybe we'll get to do in the future. I'm not, I'm as much as I would love to do it. I don't have my eggs in all of my eggs in that basket and especially not the UCB basket, uh, for many reasons, but Hey, we'll see. In fact, it was a year ago that you got put on mess hall. Like, can you believe that, that, that happened like this last week? That is so wild to me. And, and, um, it's just so funny because 2020 was my year. I was making Harold. I was like, so fucking (laughs) ready for it. And now it's like, I could fucking care less about it. I honestly forgot that it was that time of the year until I saw it, you know, a few people on Twitter making some funny jokes. (laughs) Some of those really got me though. I thought they were really funny. Uh, yeah, it's wild. I'm, I'm at least happy that, uh, your team got to have like essentially their six months. I know you didn't get your, you didn't get your big mess, right? We actually got to perform at Franklin. One of the teams did. And I feel kind of bad. I think like it was two teams per night. So two of the teams did not get their final show, which is, which, which sucks. But we got our final show at Franklin and we fucking, this is our lotions 11, by the way, guys. Hell yeah. Fucking killed it. It was it was a great, a it was great a great feeling. Too. It wasn't a great, it was a great way to go out. I'm really happy if that was like our last official stage show Yeah, that, you know, we, we killed it. I love it. We, it's so funny. My team had a similar experience where our second to last show, our coach was like, you guys have been getting so much better, but that was absolutely by far your best show. You guys crushed it. And then they, he told us that after our next show, which was our last one. So we felt the same way. It's like, all right, you know what? I'll hold on to that memory right there and just enjoy it for what it was. Um, I started to ask you a question when I was like, uh, I was going to ask you how every, how people might know you. And then I just went down a rabbit hole of being like, this is how I know you. And here's the things we know. We were just catching up. It's been a while. (laughs) It really has. Um, was there anything else that you want people to know up top about like you or what you do we'll do plugs at the end but like if you want to shout out any of that stuff feel free you know shout out uh the podcast i just started the film versus film fvs fvf podcast on all your uh, handles and whatnot you know i'm about to maybe get into the little streaming game maybe do some twitch you know uh this whole quarantine pandemic thing brought me back to video games i really didn't have the time to play video games so that's been Mm -hmm. cool and that's why i'm really excited to be on the show to talk about that and uh 
you know, Lemon Pepper Wet. We got a new little podcast video show thing coming out called Where the Wings At, where we try to find the best <laughs> wings in L.A. It's going to be a <laughs> lot of fun. I've been pitching it to the guys for a long time, and it's it's finally it's happening. It's meant to be. First episode will be coming out here soon. So it's uh, really it, you know? Amazing. Well, I don't know if you've... I saw a commercial. I was watching some videos on FIFA, the game we're talking about today, which do you want to introduce it before I share this little anecdote? Uh, we'll be talking about... Uh, FIFA 06 Road to the World Cup exclusively made for the Xbox 360. Awesome. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, I'm sure we're going to get into just some some of the deep neuroses of what was going on with you at the time, Leonard. Uh, but truly, this is going to be fun. First soccer game, one of the first sports games that's, well, the first one that's not done by me. So that's special. Um, uh, but again, like I said, uh, before we get into that, uh, I would love to know more about your history with video games. We didn't talk about that, right? I was yeah. gone for seven minutes and I've, I was like, the world has been shaken under me. Um, we have not cool. talked about it. Cool. Well, Hey, as little or as much as you want, let's start it. Like when you first took like an interest in video games up until now, man. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was born around the, the right time to be like really influenced by video mm-hmm. games. Uh, born in 86, a little older, you know, I don't show it, but, uh, <laughs> you look like a young 26. <laughs> um, I believe I, I got a Nintendo for Christmas when I was, you know, maybe five or six years old and right. it's been, it's been on since I, I have a, a interesting, I feel like, uh, connection with games and, and history with video games. I'm not like traditionally how most people like I'm not a big fan, even though I had a Nintendo, I wasn't a big fan of like Mario and, sure. and these. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, let me just do something yeah. with the stuff in the background here. <laughs> I see so much Mario <laughs> stuff behind you right now. It's a Mar- special Mario week that I've been streaming for. So I've like put all my shit out just for it, but go ahead. It, I'm sorry. I love it. Uh, you know, I was really big into like when I was playing Nintendo, I really loved like Duck Hunt and Excite oh, Bike yeah. and the Ninja Turtles game and Dude, yes. The Simpsons. It was all like a lot of pop cultural and just like fun stuff. And I eventually got a, a Sega next. So like my parents kind of separated when I was like in first grade or something like mm-hmm. that. So I feel like every Christmas when there was a new console that would come out, my dad would buy me the games and consoles and my mom would like buy me clothes and stuff like that. Oh, gotcha. So it was like, <laughs> I don't know. I would always get feel like cool consoles. And I basically was an only child. My sister's like nine years older than me and she mm-hmm. moved out when she was 16. So I'd, I'd been on my own since. So I was always getting cool Dang. consoles. And what's cool about having a, a console is it's fun and it's great. But when you're doing it alone, it's not necessarily as fun. There are, there are a lot of games where you can just play and have a good time by yourself but I was always a person who loved playing games with other people so my really when I really started getting more into video games it was the Sega the Sega is the one I truly remember and enjoy Sega Genesis hell yeah I played Sonic obviously and this is when I feel like Madden got pretty good I played a lot of Madden 95 with my cousins and the Super Nintendo was out at the same time and I had a few friends in the neighborhood who had a Super Nintendo so just playing like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, NHL 94, like FIFA. I just remember okay. like falling in love with these games as a kid. And they were mostly sports related, which is kind of interesting. 
or like fighting games. And what I'm realizing when I was going back and just thinking about my gaming experiences, I was more about just being social. I like fighting mm. games. I like games where it's like a competition. You and a person sitting next to each other, you're talking shit, the camaraderie, you're having fun yes. and you're playing games. So that was always a, a big thing for me. Uh, next, I had the Sega Saturn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you had many people had the Saturn. Dang. But for some reason, I got one. Um, I guess my dad just saw it. It was the newest thing. So he bought me one. And uh, oh, yeah, I remember playing Virtual Fighter and mm. I think Echo was on there. Echo the Dolphin? Yeah, I think yeah. it was like, a, a like oh, this is like Echo, but cooler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's this one game that I think it was for the Sega Saturn and I cannot remember it. And I was looking it up last night. I remember it like every like 10 years and yeah. I look it up and I can't remember it because it's, it was such a weird game for the time and maybe it was more game geared toward adults, but it was like kind of like a first, like a free roam decision-making game. Okay. And you're like on this like barge or like naval thing in the, in the middle of the ocean and like you're trying to escape and I just cannot remember the game. Do you, it, so is it like a first person perspective? It's a first person perspective. Do you click around? Like you, click to move or no, you, you use the controller to move. I can't remember if it was Sega Saturn or PlayStation. Interesting. And it was just a really wild game. And I remember I would look it up and people would be like, oh, this game is crazy. I, I can never, it wasn't a popular game, but I, I'm not helping anyone. Maybe if someone listens, they can enter the, some type of chat and let me know. Right. Um, enter the future chat that we've got set up that comes <laughs> to this episode. Well, that is, it's a mystery for us to solve at some point. Like I, it is interesting. So I'll hit up the nerdy group of people that I play video games with and be like, Hey, does anyone know where I could start looking for this? <laughs> yes, that would be dope. I would appreciate that. So <laughs> next I, I went, I got a PlayStation for Christmas and I always, so like me basically being an only child, I, I always got great consoles. Mm -hmm. My birthday is Christmas Eve. So I was oh, like, no way. I, I was getting big gifts. So I was getting a lot of systems. So yeah. it was cool. Um, and next was PlayStation. Me and my dad would play PlayStation together. I felt like he liked the PlayStation more than I did. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's awesome. But we would play together. We would play like Need for Speed. Okay. Uh, we would play like, I remember there was like, we played Madden. There was like a, Twisted Metal. Oh, I love Twisted mm. Metal. That was a great time. Um, you know, played a lot of games. PlayStation, I, Tekken. That's when I first started really oh, playing Tekken. Sure. Uh, I'm really bad at fighter games. I was more of a button masher. Uh, I don't right know. there with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what it is about me and like processing like for my brain to like my hands in certain games. I just can't do it. I don't mm -hmm. know. But um, so a lot of PlayStation was great. I was a big Sega guy. Then I became a PlayStation guy. I got a PlayStation 2 my freshman year. Ooh. Man, the PlayStation 2 was really great for about two months. I was playing a lot of NBA Live. I had gotten to NBA Live. Uh, a lot of NCAA football. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember I, that franchise. Was that uh, That's not around anymore, oh, is it? It's not. A, I think they they just brought it back. I think oh, this okay, might be, gotcha. it, it might be coming back this year. But man, something about... Just being able to actually create a team like on Madden NCAA football, when I was around that age, 14 to 13 to like 18, I really just loved managing the team and controlling the team, not even necessarily mm -hmm. playing the game, okay. but like the option of being able to control the team. I, I enjoyed both. But as far as like being alone and playing the game by myself, that's what I enjoyed more was like building a team and creating a team and trying to win championships and awards and accolades. So you like 
in a in a game mode like that, are you setting it up and like and and configuring who plays on the team, and then you just it simulates it almost. You can simulate, or you can actually play it. So you can okay. do both. So you can do years oh. and years. And I I feel like I first really got into that on the my uh, friend Anthony Huggins. He had the Dreamcast, and uh-huh. uh, <laughs> man, we played so much 2K. I think it was their first NBA 2K, or it might have been 2K one. Wow, and we would both control franchises in the mode. Like we, it was a little ahead of its time. Cause that's a, a big thing. Now we would like control franchises and see who was like a better GM. <laughs> I was just really into basketball back then. And, uh, I just remember just having so much fun playing 2k with him on his dreamcast. I never had a dreamcast personally, but, uh, not many people did. So it's okay. <laughs> but I had a PlayStation two for about two months and then someone broke into our home and stole my PlayStation 2. No. And yes. Very, I'm so sorry. Very upsetting. And uh, But that was the catalyst for a, 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 a whole different change in my life as far as gaming goes. Because I think that Christmas, my birthday of that year, like 10 months later, I got an Xbox. And oh. I fell in love with it. I, I instantly became an Xbox guy. I was no longer a PlayStation guy. I was an Xbox guy. You know, it's, and it's how it happens for some people. Some people see it coming and you think about it. You, it was just instantaneous. You're like, oh, I'm an Xbox guy. <laughs> yeah. You had a and, coming to faith moment. <laughs> it it kind of, you know, I mean, PlayStation had a lot of great games for me. You know, Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of ex- oh, exclusive yeah. PlayStation games that were, were fun. But the games that I liked, they were on both consoles. It was just sports games. Uh, and it was a great time. Uh, I remember NFL 2K5, like they had just came out with their football game as was a competitor. Was that the Terrell Owens one? That was a Terrell Owens one. Dude. Where he's got his arm stretched out. Uh, Yo, this is T.O. <laughs> <laughs> that, I was a big mad guy in NCAA football guy at the time, but I was like, I'm mm-hmm. going to try out this 2K5. And my, my friend, Phil Ross, who was a very integral part of my FIFA 06 whole just love and mm. for the game. Uh, he's an integral part to that. But uh, he had a PlayStation 2 and he had 2K and we would play 2K1 all fucking afternoon long after class. And he got me into the show. Him and Alex Canzanari got me into playing okay. MLB The Show. They had PlayStation 2. So it was like the games that were exclusive to PlayStation, I still played at other people's houses. For sure. So it was like I, I had Madden. I had 2K. And it was great. Uh, next, Xbox. Oh, Xbox, you know, also obviously played Halo. Yeah. First person right. shooters back to Nintendo 64. I played GoldenEye and whatnot. I play more first person shooters now, but growing up, it wasn't necessarily my thing. Sure. It's not as competitive. Two people yeah. really can't play with each other. Now that <laughs> you can true. play with other people, I'm all about it. Um, Next, Xbox 360. And the Xbox 360 console... It's very interesting because this is where FIFA started to become a larger role in my gaming experience over like NBA Live and 2K and Madden and whatnot. Because Madden 06 for the Xbox 360 is probably one of the worst games I had ever played. Is that Vince Young? It's Donovan McNabb, I think. Oh, McNabb's on the cover of that one. Okay. Yeah. The last I didn't play Madden from the last Madden I had played was 2005 with Ray Lewis on it. Yes. And I just recently got back into Madden over quarantine. No way. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Rod Benson. He started, he got Madden and I Thank started you, playing Rod. him in Madden and he just, just, he destroys me. I beat him like maybe one out of every five times, mm-hmm. but I, 
my um my phrase for that game is I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great thing to be playing. <laughs> <laughs> I just have an affinity for Madden. It's been a, sure. one of the longest running games in my life. Um, are you but, someone who will use like the Saints exclusively, or you just bounce around to whoever? No, I'll bounce around to whoever. Like I I like it to be interesting because I play it so much and I just want different outcomes. But I do totally. like playing with the Saints. It's kind of unfair to play with the Saints now because they're like one of the best teams and mm. no there's a weird thing about sports games like you can't play with the best team yeah like <laughs> so it's i don't know you always have to play with like the a decent team yeah. like that's fair for everybody if you're gonna play with the best team then i'm gonna play with the second best team that's yeah. just the way it is <laughs> but um i went to xbox 360 left madden nba live i think was no longer a franchise and uh, mm. I wasn't really playing NBA 2K. I think I was I was playing a lot of NCAA football and FIFA 06. That's I had like not really played that much FIFA mm-hmm. in my as, as as far as games. And then FIFA 06 was the catalyst for me. Just like it's probably the game I play the most now is FIFA. Wow. So FIFA 20, the FIFA 21 is about to come out. I'm pretty excited about it. We'll get more into FIFA 06. But I'm an older guy. I also chose like a, a game that's like from a little later in my life. Uh, yeah. I think I was I like 20. That. 20. Uh, but, you know, Xbox 360. I went on to Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Just uh, and I've been with the Xbox One for a, a while now. Um, I'm, See, I'm, this this man's not afraid of commitment. Listener. <laughs> this is a this is a man ready for commitment. He can do it. You've already you've proven that with the Xbox family. Yeah, I've had the red ring of death a few times with my 360. Oh. Yeah, I actually have two Xbox Ones right now. <laughs> oh, no way. I have one in my living room and one in my room. Uh, it's funny. But uh, yeah, I used to have a, a modded Xbox as well. Oh, uh, wow. The old Xbox uh, was modded, new hard drive. Uh, I had like all these emulators. I had like every single Capcom, every single uh, <laughs> Atari, NES game, Sega game all on this one Xbox and like a few like like Doom and like first person mm-hmm. shooter computer games and that also got stolen like <laughs> 10 oh. years back I had it for about a good 6 years and I loved it cuz you could just play all your childhood favorite old school games on there and yeah it was it was gone in the wind uh one game I did not talk about was Call of Duty mm. 2009 Call of Duty Xbox 360 that was when my true love for first person shooters began Okay. Um, when you asked me, like, if I ever wanted to, well, I think I asked you, I was like, yo, I want to be on your show. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think when you, you started, have. I was like, yes, I want to be on the show. <laughs> um, I feel like as far as like, it was hard for you, like, choose a game. And I couldn't, ne- I couldn't choose a game. It's and, so hard. And I probably, that's probably why it took me a while to get on the show. But <laughs> it was like, I had to choose between, which one game I didn't talk about, which I probably have the most affinity for is just Rockstar Games. Grand Theft okay, Auto. Yeah. It started with Grand Theft Auto 2. I mean, Grand Theft Auto 3. Vice City, man. Vice City, I don't... It holds such a... I almost chose that game. And it just holds Ooh. a big part of my heart. Mainly because, like, the gameplay was fun. It was interesting. Like, being in, like, Miami. And then the soundtrack was just amazing. I love okay. 80s music. Like... Okay. And I think this is my discovery of me, like, loving 80s music. This... Just like all the soundtracks on every radio station was amazing. Like all music from the 80s, I just love. They have like smash hits and then like 
all like all sorts of genres just all in the sorts style? of genres there's like a okay. different radio station for like you know just for every type of person and that wow. was a very cool and unique nobody was doing that and i just loved it just driving around running over people listening to music and uh, it, it just like it was my discovery it was music i had never heard so it was like all this cool new music and i discovered all this music that i love today now that's um, awesome since then but, you know, Grand Theft Auto 4 or 5, Red Dead Redemption, all those games, big fans. Big awesome. Fans. Have you played uh, Red Dead 2? Yes. Yeah. And yes, and I'm beating it and I'm trying to 100% it. That was like one Ooh. of the things I was like going to try to do in quarantine. I'm at like 90%. I don't Dang. know if I'll ever 100% it because apparently there are missions that a couple side missions that if you don't do during the game, you would never get to do them. And I didn't oh. notice, I didn't know that while I was just playing. So I, if I want to do it, I might have to restart it. So oh, like in the main campaign, you have to do them. Yeah. It's like, if you don't go do this certain side mission by a certain point in the game, it disappears. It doesn't, you can't access it anymore. Oh, okay. That does make it difficult to get there. If you didn't do it. Yeah. That whole, just like free roam, just do what you want. I don't know what was about it, but like I could play that all day. Um, as far as like goals and beating games, that's never been my thing. I've yeah. never, there's so many games I have started and never finished. Most games don't hold my interest. And I guess that's why I like competitive games where it's just like, all right, we're playing this quick game, me versus you. Yeah. We're done. And sometimes it's even hard for me to hold my interest in like Madden now because it's just so, there's so much. And if you do mm -hmm. any little thing wrong at, for a moment, it can change the whole outcome of your game. Totally. Yeah. I, f I feel you, especially on like the finishing games thing. I just, I have trouble finishing games in general. And for me, sounds like maybe for you too, it's more about the journey, not the destination sort of thing. It totally um, is. And that's part of the reason why I'm also drawn to stuff like, uh, I've been playing the Tony Hawk remake r recently and I adore it. Like I love those games from, and I actually played two on the original PlayStation this summer. So I'm there for it, but like I could pick it up, do a few goals and then put it down or turn on the turn on like fall guys and play with a group of people and do like a couple matches and be done. So, um, I say this and I, all that to say, I just finished like a 60 hour game, which was like too much time out of my life. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the final fantasies, but, uh, um, I have one more question for you gotcha. about all this is that, are you excited for the new Xbox series X? What are your plans for that? Are you, are, do you have plans? I am excited. I feel like all my friends have PS fours mm -hmm. and I feel like they're going to go the PS five route. And I feel like my roommate has a PS four. So it's like, I still play PS four as well oh, okay. as Xbox. But when we play, together which is funny the the most games i play is with my roommate uh kirsten we just play nhl versus each other and we play <laughs> fifa versus each other like at least every other day of two or three times like I we'll do it. like a best of three series and that's um, so fun <laughs> that's like just the main part of my gaming i'll try to like the call of duty now i have i'll go in waves like i'll play it really hard for a certain uh, for a day or two and then i won't play it for weeks and then i'll play it maybe 15 minutes every day or but um i honestly forgot the question <laughs> oh that's okay i was just asking about your xbox plans but yeah i really don't have any plans they both look really cool yeah i, 
I've never been a one to buy the first generation of a console. Sure. I people buy it, I play it, and then I'll buy the second generation, the 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 one after that. Especially so, when they fix stuff and make it better. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm more of a I'm a person, my homie Rod makes fun of me. I don't like having an Amazon account. I don't order things offline. I, I don't, <laughs> don't online shop. I like to go to stores and buy things and I like to yes. see it and like experience it and hold it. So I don't have any preconceived notions about what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go check them both out and see what happens. Okay. I love that. So, wow. Not only are you not afraid of commitment, but you're open to different experiences. I think, I feel like the more we learn about you, Leonard, the more, the more we like you. Well, I think there's some people out there who might say I'm afraid of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> But that's not the narrative that we have going on this show today. Not so today. We ignore them. Uh, we've been working on ourselves in quarantine. We're, you know, we're fixing, we're figuring some stuff we out. We have, we have. We absolutely have. Well, um, if you didn't have anything else that you wanted to, or did you have anything else you wanted to share about your history? Was, did you get to cover most of it? I, I think I covered most of it. You know, it just, for me, the history Thinking about it, when you asked me to be on the show, I was like, let me, you know, be self-reflective. Yeah. And uh, it's just really all been about friendship. It's been fun, you know? Like, when I think of the memories, I think of playing, like, NBA Live with my homie Julius on his GameCube. I remember playing, like, you know, I remember playing Madden with so many different people, with Mm -hmm. cousins, with friends, being upset. I remember playing games by myself and smashing my controller and just being like the most lame kid ever. And just like yeah. learning patience and being trying to be humble from like these video games, just destroying me. Like yeah. <laughs> I still don't <laughs> like to play the computer in most games, but you know, just playing with another person being there connecting. It's always been fun for me. It's been great. That's awesome. Uh, this is part of the reason why I like to talk to people a little bit about that before we dive into like one specific game is because you know, I get to learn things and it's cool to know that 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 playing together, the communal aspect is something that matters to you. Uh, well, cool. Well, I'm going to keep tabs on you and find out like what route you end up going just to see if there's an opportunity for us to play together at some point. Who knows? Um, I do like Mario something? Party. Okay. I, oh, a, yeah. A Mario Party. Because that's like it's like a competitive game. Like yes. It's, I love board games. Any type of competitive game. I'm all about it. Okay. And Mario Party is so chaotic too that like anybody can kind of win. And as much as I take pride in being good at the things I can control at the game, I also half the fun is being like, oh, well, the worst person just got all my stars and good for them. I guess I'll try to get back in this somehow. And it's, you can't, it's hard to be good at every single game in the game too. It's like no one can really dominate the game. Some are going to be better at other games and it's, it's just fun. Yeah, I wish that the Switch version, you can play it online, but you can only play the mini games with friends, which is like, what's the point? Like, let me be on the board. Uh, it's it's unfortunate. Um, but I also, now that you say that, I never was a handheld person. Okay, yeah. I never, like, I never had to, I never, yeah, I didn't speak of Game Boy or PSPs or Switches. That was never my thing. Okay, yeah. Now it makes sense. Okay. All right, one part I forgot that was very integral to my gaming experience growing up, Wii Sports. I didn't give, I didn't shout out Nintendo. Nintendo, the Wii is just, I literally didn't play anything else on the Wii except for Wii Sports. And man, we have a Wii at the house too, which I, if if anybody ever wants to do a Wii Zoom, like bowling tournament or golf tournament, we all have Wiis. I, I thought about that. 
and I just haven't really Dude. put it out there, I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. I am in. I have my Wii here. I have I have Wii Sports still. I also like had such a special game. I've I've been using a different console, so I've got like the sensor bar actually right right in front of me down there. So <laughs> that would be really fun. Uh, let's follow up on that because like any excuse. Also, it's like a social like what we like is a social aspect in games. So uh, killer. Well. Hey, before we get into like your experience with uh, FIFA 06, Road to the World Cup, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come right back. Okay, so now comes the main event, Leonard. It's time to dive in uh, to um, the game we're going to talk about, FIFA 06, World, or Road to the World Cup. World to the Road Cup is a different thing. Um, <laughs> and again, before we get started, I'm going to lay out some history and context briefly, interrupt if you want, share whatever you'd like, but I'll just start going. So um, for the listener out there who has never heard of this game, FIFA 06, Road to to the FIFA World Cup is a soccer slash football game, depending on where you're from, uh, developed by EA Sports and DICE for the Xbox 360. This game is an officially licensed product of the 2006 FIFA World Cup Finals held in Germany, and it only included international teams and eventually leads up to the finals uh, and was the first football game slash soccer on the Xbox 360 as well. Um, released in 2005, this was the first FIFA game for the new generation of consoles and is, as we said, an exclusive uh, for Xbox. Um, it also preceded the release of a different game, 2006 FIFA World Cup, which was, you know, just another oh, suck, uh, oh, oh, oh sucks, oh six World Cup themed video game uh and fifa 06 uh offers superior graphics to the previous versions the one we're talking about um but did sacrifice some gameplay features like manager or franchise modes the controls were praised for being intuitive the passing took a big leap but the but scoring goals was seemingly far more difficult than in other fifa games uh the player models were excellent and far improved uh, on this new console generation and those were shown off mostly during the cutscenes and replays since the perspective of the game obviously is pretty far away um that's all the history and context i have for it did you want to share anything else before we talk about your experience i mean when i was just looking up information on the game apparently it had a lot of bad reviews and people didn't yeah. like it, but I loved it. <laughs> hey, and that's all that matters, right? Um, well, perfect. Let's dive right into it. Um, Leonard, when did you, I think you maybe even said that you weren't super into FIFA. Were you a soccer fan when you got into this? Did someone just put this game in front of you? How'd you get into it? I'll tell you how I got into it. The f 2006 World Cup, man. All like, right. USA was decent. We mm -hmm. actually had some hopes. We thought we were better than we were. Yeah. Um, I will. Oh, man. I'm still I'm just thinking about Boateng and not Boateng, but uh, Prince. There's just a memory of that I have that we maybe actually had a chance to make it to the group of 16 and we lost it. It's like an image just burning my brain yes. of like a center back kicking the ball away and like our hopes being dashed. But oh. uh, I really got into the World Cup, man. I guess I was, you know, I was like 18 at the time. It was all about America and winning. <laughs> I really... Nothing's changed, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> look, look where we are now. We're winning real hard. Um, 
I, I really love basketball. And uh, I always watch the Olympics and Olympic basketball. So the fact that we were in the World Cup and we we're good at it, I just like I, I fell in love with the whole thing. Totally. And uh, I didn't get the game until I, I think the World Cup like that summer. And it was just like perfect timing because I was 18, 19, I think 19. And uh, it was 2006, summer of 2006. And uh, I was living on my own. I had moved out, living on my own. Okay. Uh, and I just smoked a lot of weed and played a lot of video games with my friends. And Sounds this like is, a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the game we like played a lot. Um, I remember my homie Phil would like come from uh, Phil Ross would come from like class at Georgia State and like he had like a meal card. So like he would he would uh, you buy food on his meal card. And then like bring it to my crib and like no I would way. smoke them out and he <laughs> we eat like these sandwiches and just play FIFA and we had so much fun and then like I remember that summer his dad like was away or something so we like would party at his house okay there was just like a lot of competitions like we just played it a lot and like a few of us I think I remember like Zach Leonard and some other people we just would play all the time and. I hadn't played FIFA in years. I think I had played FIFA like maybe one time with a coworker. I'm doing a lot of name dropping here. Todd Sacharski. Hey, na- and, name drop all the way. And uh, he was a big soccer fan. And he also was like integral into getting me into soccer because I had some coworkers who were really into the Premier League, Manchester United. Okay. And I remember we were hanging out one day and he was like, hey, let's play some FIFA. And I was like, okay, I don't really play FIFA. And like. I beat him and he was like kind of upset about it because I didn't. <laughs> it was just like sports game. I just got sports games. I knew how they worked. Yeah. And this FIFA 06, like they said, it didn't have manager mode. It didn't have all these modes that people were upset about it and didn't like the game. That did not matter to me. I wasn't doing any of that Yeah. at the time. I eventually grew into doing more of that the more I played FIFA. But uh, yeah, FIFA 06 was the start of, of a beautiful relationship and I play FIFA now. I honestly hated FIFA 20, but now I like it. So okay, I'm, here, I'm still playing it. I, there was a little gap in years where I stopped playing it. It was hard to just choose one game because, you know, it's a game that comes yeah. out every single year. So I just I chose the one that really got me started in the, the franchise. That's awesome. It, it also I mean, I haven't followed the FIFA franchise close enough to know, but this seems like it's like one of the more unique games, do they come out with a world cup game every time it's like a world cup year? So this, this game was weird how it didn't have any club teams on it. It was only world cup teams and it was all like only the teams that actually made it to the world cup were in it. So it wasn't even all the countries that you could normally choose. So interesting. The pool of teams was smaller and so there was less choices. So that kind of also made the games more competitive because you just like you found your team and you stuck with them. That was one of the games where it's like, yeah. all right, I have my team. I'm playing with my team. And it's just like the same battles over and over. I love playing with Cameroon. Samuel uh, Eto was a beast in okay. that game. Um, but I don't think they they lost the licensing rights to the World Cup. Oh. I don't know when. So mm-hmm. they stopped making them. This might have been the last FIFA World Cup game like 06 might have been the last wow. one because I don't think there was one in 2010 but um, 
Yeah, but I always in FIFA you can select club teams and their international teams. That's right. So they have the international rosters. It's just not technically like the World Cup yes. that you're playing. So yeah, that's like something that I always I have like li- little to no experience with the franchise except watching like college roommates play it who loved FIFA so much. In fact, like we finished college and my one of my roommates and I moved out here together and I don't think he was into FIFA when we were with all the other guys but then when we moved that was like his game that he would just play matches and matches so I can like but also I remember like yeah you could be Manchester United or you could just be like the German national team anything exactly um I'm so glad to hear though that you still love this despite having probably 32 teams in it around there or so yeah 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 and it was it was kind of a good thing because it's like i don't need that many options anyway you know i was (laughs) (laughs) we were just we were just starting it out we i didn't have any like you know desires to play with these other teams because i didn't know the other teams at the time so it, it didn't matter to me yeah okay that makes a lot of sense sometimes yeah it's it can be overwhelming choosing from way too many options uh so like if I were to play FIFA being someone who doesn't, I would also like, just give me like eight teams I can choose between because <laughs> I don't know where I'd, where to even Honestly, begin. if you're really playing FIFA, you're only choosing from like 12 teams, you know, yeah. you know, the 12 good teams. And, uh, it's, it, it's fun, man. I just, I, every, every game is different. It's a different outcome. It's just like sports. I love sport. And that's why I'm a big fan of sports, you know? Yeah. There's in a, a lot of other media, we know what's going to happen. It's scripted. We can like, we can maybe decipher or figure out what's going to happen in sports. You literally never know what's going to happen every time you watch. And yeah, I just love that. Eat like it. That is the beauty of sports, or at least one of the beauties. Like even looking at the, I mean, to talk about a series that just ended last night, like the Clippers were up three, one had like a commanding lead. And then like, I mean, I didn't expect the Nuggets to rattle off three in a row, including two of those being those huge comebacks. Like, totally unexpected. Now we got the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> like, what the heck? Not that they have, and it's not to say they haven't been good the last few years. They've been very good. But I just expected them to fall short, not the Clippers. I thought they had the abilities if they were shooting on all cylinders, if they were playing perfect basketball, that they could get it. Yeah. I'm more shocked at the route that they took to get there. Yes. I'm shocked at the way LA just gave up. It's, it feels like the, the way they gave up these big leads and lost these games. I'm stunned by that, but I'm not necessarily surprised that Denver got there. It's just the way they did. I'm with you. Yeah. I would have expected that game last night was shocking. Was shocking. I'm sorry. It was especially, I think they were like, Maybe the Clippers were even up by just a few at the half. Like they were at least up, and like I didn't expect them to totally fade. But like it was a like a maybe a fifteen point game by the end or something. Like yeah, they they beat them by like 15, 18 points, something like that. It it was they blew them out. It made wow. no sense. And I'm sure I also like another thing if we're talking about the NBA playoffs is like uh, maybe I wasn't paying good enough attention, but I didn't see the Heat making it to the East finals and being up one zero. So yeah, sports are great. They're great. You can, they, they create their own stories, man. You can, you can like try to find a narrative and sometimes it works. Sometimes the narrative fits that you try to create before the game, 
sometimes you try to create a narrative and it just goes the other way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ah, oh, sports are great. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful even though like, even though it's a weird version of it that we have some sports right now, for sure. Uh, especially basketball. Like I've been watching a lot of baseball. I'm a huge baseball fan, but I've been way more into probably cause it's the playoffs, you know, that makes as opposed to the regular that makes season. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So getting back into this discussion a little bit, I know that you said you used Cameroon a lot. Did you bounce around to all the other teams? Like, did you try them all out or was it like, no, I found my squad. Oh yeah. I mean, I played with Argentina, uh, okay. Brazil, you know, obviously USA, uh, uh, the Ivory Coast, Cote d'Ivory. Okay. Uh, um, I believe Drogba was on that team. Uh, you know, uh, it was, it was, it was interesting. I remember we for sure bounced around, but it, when it really came down to it, I feel like I was just choosing Cameroon. And one of the things that was, uh, <laughs> there was, I feel like it was a bug. It was way too easy to just throw the ball through the air. So like a, a through is like not just a pass, but like a rolling pass where you run with it, where like the, the pass rolls past you and you oh, okay. keep running. So like I would through pass it through the air over top. And um, Samuel Eto was just so fast <laughs> that <laughs> like the, the Cameroon was not that good of a team, but Samuel Eto was just, Great. And it's just interesting to hear them say that it was hard to score on that game, but maybe it was. And like, that was just my way of scoring was just like, just throwing it over top and just doing that like 15 times and yeah. it's going to work one or two times. Yeah. It's like that perfect through ball is going to get there that one or two times. And then you just got to hopefully finish. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think also it's from like a Wikipedia article, so they could be completely off on how difficult the scoring was. So who knows? Um, but that's fun. So it sounds like you got, you found at least one way that you love to use Cameroon specifically. Were there other things about that team or like specific teams that's like, oh, if you use this team, they can do this thing really well or this special ability. Speed. It was speed. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we were like just really first getting into the whole FIFA thing. And uh, so it's like, they're like tricks where you can do like certain like trick moves and like, you know, there's a lot of touch aspect to FIFA and scoring, which is scoring a, a soccer goal is hard in life to keep the ball down yeah. and in the right place. So scoring obviously from longer distance shots is, a, is pretty hard. So if you just had the speed to get around and if somebody made an ill-advised slide tackle mm -hmm. and then it's just you versus the goalie and hopefully that you can finish. Okay. Very, very cool. Um, so you've said, uh, I know that you played this game and I want to get into more of like the multiplayer and playing with, uh, did you say John Ross? Phil Ross. Phil Ross. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Uh, but did you play, did you get into the road to the world cup mode at all? No, no, <laughs> literally okay. not at all. Just so many nights of playing FIFA like back to back to back to back. Yes. Like just over and over again. It's like not that exciting, but I mean, you know, uh, we're not as close today, me and Phil, but like back in the time, man, it was just like we, we would just interchange games. We played a lot of Call of Duty together. We eventually started living with each other. We lived with each other okay. for a year and. We played a lot of skate. 
a lot of. Oh, okay. Yeah, skate was a big one. And just a lot of FIFA. I think we used to play NBA Live, but NBA Live got bad and mm. just so many games over and over again. And all, all the FIFAs. It was great. That's awesome. Uh, did you have people who would like, ro- I think maybe you mentioned this earlier, would people rotate in and out with you and Phil? Did you have people come over to play with you? Yeah, yeah. So that's what's great about FIFA. I feel like it's a it's a lot easier of a game to pick up than like maybe a Madden or a, a, a basketball game. Play calling for Madden is just a thing of its own. It's like if you don't know football, it's hard. It's really hard to pick up. Yeah. And in, in, in NBA, there's a weird touch aspect and kind of knowing basketball, you need to like to be good at it. You kind of have to know it. But with yeah. FIFA, it's kind of like it's it's all about the passing. And it's kind of mm. like a like a I want to say like pong or like if you can figure out the angles, then then it's you have a chance. You may not be able to shoot. People who are obviously better at the game, they know how to shoot and do certain things, but there you have a more of a chance in FIFA because it's soccer. Like it's there isn't too much gameplay to it. It's just back and forth. Easy peasy. Okay, so at this point in the episode, it's possible, Leonard, that the audience has noticed some jumping around. It's like we're in one of those movies that has like weird things happening. It's like the Matrix almost. Uh, or even the butterfly effect. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Where it's it's hard to understand. Like it sounds like they came in and out. Basically, we had some internet issues um, the first day we recorded. And so we're picking up the end of the show from here, maybe the last 20 minutes or so. So we're, we're doing our best to remember where we left off. But we think we know. And I asked Leonard a question about if anyone had rotated in and out with uh, him and Phil. And first off, Leonard, thank you for coming back, by the way. Of course, of course. Uh, it's like we, we back, never baby. left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but did anybody rotate in and out with you and Phil? Or was this like the game that you two only played together? We for sure, for a good little period of time, it was always consistent that we could always come back to us two playing. Sure. That was what's cool. What was cool about it. Your ride or and die. We eventually, yeah. We eventually <laughs> moved in together. It's for about a year. Oh, that's right. We would play all the time. Uh, maybe not necessarily FIFA 06, but with FIFA 06, I feel like it was just a catalyst, not for just me, but for, for us to get other people to start playing the FIFA franchise. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had a lot of, I remember there was just the one summer, I think it was the summer of 06, where we would just have tournaments, we'd have people over. There were there were always outside people coming in to play with us or play with me or play with him, but yeah. it always came back to uh, us two really playing it. There's just something about me and just having that overall competition with a friend <laughs> playing it. Like I played a lot of FIFA franchises and they they change every year. They they fix one thing that was an issue the year before, but then it creates a new issue where they lack on something else. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny how it's evolved to where me and my roommate Kirsten now, we just like I said earlier, we just play these these continuous like three game battles and see who wins the best of three between these situations. But what's fun about like FIFA and like FIFA 06 was cool is if you beat somebody with a certain combination of like teams or a game, it's like, all right, well, let's switch it. Mm-hmm. I'll be the team you just were and you'll be the team I just was. And then we'll truly see who's better. And it just never ends. It's it's just it's fun. Endless, endless amounts of time of fun. I feel like that sounds like it, especially if you were like 
I'm thinking of a lot of games that people play together, and I don't know if I've heard someone express to me the sort of like way that you go about doing that. Like, I think if someone were playing Super Smash Brothers, for example, I don't think that anyone, I have not heard at least of two friends sitting down and like playing as each of the characters, but then switching characters and seeing how they fare and then trying out all of them. It's kind of like what you do with the teams almost. So yeah, for whatever reason, that's so cool to me. I feel like in most games, and I mean, there are people who do this with sports games. Mm-hmm. They they find their character or they find their team and they stick with it and they perfect that character. And I mean, obviously I have favorite teams and I have a favorite team that I might like to play with, but that gets kind of old. So if you yeah. want to, with there being so many options and so many teams, you can play it. And like, what's cool about it is like, normally you play with the best teams, but then sometimes you're like, all right, we're only going to play with MLS teams or we're only okay. going to play with La Liga teams and Sometimes you're like, we're just only going to play with shitty teams this one <laughs> game. And it's just a completely different experience because the players are so bad. And their <laughs> attributes are so bad that they physically can't. The game mechanics won't let them do it. So you just have to figure out different ways of playing and winning the game, which has always been cool to me. So I like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Just really like you are experiencing. Not that this is necessarily the intent f- why you're doing that, but like you're experiencing so much of the game like those especially the crappy teams probably don't get a lot of play from everyone uh so thank you for being including even the loser kids (laughs) with you (laughs) hey i've been a loser kid before i don't want to feel like that's an attack on the nerds out there i've been a loser kid many times myself (laughs) we all have we all have we have our moments i feel like especially if it's very likely that if you're a person who pursues or is in comedy, there's a chance that you've at least been that at some point in your life or felt like it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's really awesome. Uh, one question I did want to ask you on the heels of what you were just sharing was that I know you have like your go-to teams, especially in FIFA 06. I think you said Cameroon was the team you rode with. In these like Cameroon, Ivory Coast, Argentina were probably my top three teams. Okay. It is always good to have like your, your handful of go-tos. Um, now, when you play the game today, um, are there certain teams that like have like a really cool specialty to them or a strength or like a fun, maybe is there a team that has like a strength that is particularly that, interesting? I feel like, they all do. I mean, I feel like a lot do because the the way they play is different. And what's funny about the dynamics of the playing FIFA with my remake here saying we play a lot is she, every time she plays, no matter the team she chooses, she changes her formation to the same exact formation and oh. plays the same style with with every team. Okay. No matter the personnel, if the personnel <laughs> fits it or not, she plays, she changes it to a 4 2 one 2 uh, and I always just accept whatever the team is that I choose. Mm-hmm. I used to kind of do that, but then I got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm just going to play whatever style this team plays sure. and I'll try to make it work. And um, I, uh, I would say that uh, I, I kind of got lost there for a second. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> do you need me to pick it back up? Cause I yeah. actually had something oh. I was going to ask you off that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So it is, it's so cool and interesting to hear like that you two might even operate in different ways with these different teams. Like you trying to play to their, 
the play style of the team for the most part and her sticking with like what she knows. It's interesting. It kind of reminds me, it's like, Oh, what if like the, I'm trying to think of like, like if the Lakers tried to play like the warriors now, um, cause they're built quite differently. It's almost as if she well, operated like that. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's like, well, I mean, in the NBA they do when they see greatness or somebody doing mm-hmm. something well, they try to mimic it. So, I mean, a lot of teams are trying to do what the Warriors are doing now. They totally. just got a bunch of shooters. The The players have gotten smaller, you know, it's positionless game now. Yeah. So, um, it is interesting that, uh, how that works. And I mean, I used to be that way, but then I, I guess I kind of got over it mm-hmm. maybe. And I was just like, I'm going to try it. And, but I do like playing with teams that are more about attacking, that are like mm. the more forwards are forward. You know, there uh certain teams have more uh, defensive players back or in the midfield. I just played with PSG, which I normally don't play with because I always say they're hoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like a kind of like a finesse team where they're kind of just like soft, like Neymar is fast. And, and what's quick PSG's and, full name? Uh, uh Paris Saint Germain. Okay, uh, gotcha. And uh, Gerard, I, it might not be Germain. I can't. It's <laughs> I can't okay. Figure out the G. <laughs> PSG. Right <now>. PSG. <laughs> They're uh, a, a Paris team from uh, the French league, and um, they got a bunch of forwards. For, for, they got a bunch of players forward, and mm. so it's more offensive, and it's all about attacking. So I do like to attack. So okay. I, I like them. I like to get in the box. Liverpool is fun. They have a bunch of great forwards. Salah, Mane, uh, Sané. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that that's for sure my preferred game style. Just more forwards attacking, getting in the box because I'm not the best at shooting. So it's like the more shots I put up, yes. the better chance that I'm probably going to score a goal. So I'm just, just taking as many shots as I possibly can. Gotcha. Yeah. Eventually some of those got a fall sort of idea. Yes, but I'm like very vulnerable to the counterattack. I used to be <laughs> really bad defensively and uh I've kind of like just had this come coming of like this moment of like clarity where like okay, this is just what I need to do. Hmm. And it is interesting with the gameplay cuz the game kind of changed. Sometimes there's significant changes from year to year when they change the game. Hmm. And I felt like if you look up from FIFA 19 to FIFA 20 it felt like a completely different game. Yeah. And I kind of hated it. I was like very (laughs) upset about it and I just didn't play FIFA 20 and I was just playing FIFA 19. I have, I have the ability to do this because I got the, the EA play pass thing. Okay. It's on Xbox one where you can get, you can play like all the EA games that they let you play, but it's like all the older games. So it's basically, you're like a year behind and sometimes like halfway through the year, you can. So like I have access to FIFA, Madden, NHL, NBA Live, hmm. but it's either like six months or a year behind. But gotcha. it's like, OK, whatever. I'm not I don't really don't want to play pay $60 for each game mm-hmm. every single year. So I have a way to play all my favorite sports games and, it, you know, and then I get to play every single uh, year and try it out. So instead, I would in the past, I would like buy it every other. year. Yes. It's such a weird thing with sports games and I don't buy, there's no annual sports game that I continue to buy. I used to be like always on the Maddens. Um, and for a while I was in NBA live way back in the day, like the GameCube era, but yeah, it's, it always, it's a strange relationship we have with the way we can 
purchase sports games at least. I mean, and I don't even play them that much anymore, but I totally hear where you're coming from for sure. Yeah. And it's like, I remember like back in the day, not so much with FIFA because I wasn't, I wasn't really into the whole, the players and actually watching it. I am more into it now, but not nearly as much as I am into football or basketball, not college as much as I used to be, but Back then, it's like I could, that was another fun aspect of the game is buying it every other year and then like creating your own player, like creating the players that are coming in and like making the changes yourself and trying to fix it yourself yes. was kind of cool to me for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Totally. But, I relate to that and, so much. Like when I used to play, <clears throat> excuse me, the MVP baseball series, which was around for like three years, basically, I would do the same thing. Uh, or if they didn't have, or if I was playing a game from the years past, but wanted to, it's like, oh, this guy is a veteran now, but he wasn't in the league at the time. It's fun to create them as well. That's really cool. Yeah. I remember just creating rookies and I would always make rookies. I would over-evaluate these rookies and make them better than <laughs> they would like whatever actually be. It was fun. And just the whole annual sports game thing is a weird thing that weird way to consume these games, but Obviously, players change every single year. There's an offseason and things change. But And they would make less money if they kept the same original platform. And then it's cool that we have the internet now and we can update these rosters. And they update them now through the season as it's happening. In the past, they couldn't do that. So maybe, I mean, they already have the structure and the way to make this money. So I don't think they'll see, I don't think it's ever going to change, mm-hmm. but they could just create a platform, the, the, the one game, fix the bugs and update it every year. Yeah. And maybe just make it like, it would be interesting if they made it cheaper. It was like, where you just have an annual pass for the game. Yeah. And you paid like 30 bucks every year or something and you got, and they would update it. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like that would be cool, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, I don't know if it would either. However, that's kind of how it's a totally different game, but that's how like Destiny operates. It's like a living game now that at least Destiny 2 and they'll they'll eventually come out with three, but they're letting two ride for years with all these updates. So I think that would be like the healthy thing for the relationship of these uh, like EA or whoever's making these games and the consumer. But yeah, I'm with you. Probably won't happen because that's not how they <laughs> yes, work. It's not going to happen. Uh, I mean, maybe they would get new people and it, it could be, it's like a different form of revenue, but maybe it could be more profitable. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know. I, yeah. But I mean, if you have a good thing, why mess it up? I mean, it does take a long time. When I think of it, I think of like Grand Theft Auto, how they update it and they keep it yeah. alive and the online gameplay and they adding new extensions and whatnot. But We'll see. Uh, and uh, it's weird how with those games, they can last so long. And I played Grand Theft Auto, but it's just been a while. I don't feel the same about it. But Red Dead, I'm all about. But as soon yeah. as the new Grand Theft Auto comes out, I'm going to be all about it. Oh, for sure. When that That's going to be huge whenever six is announced. That's because five has been going for like seven years now. And it's still yeah. pretty big and it's especially in its own circles. But um, wow. Uh I get, I kind of have like a last sort of question for you before we move on to some fun segments, Leonard. And do you have anything, because I've gotten to hear so much and so much that's fun for me, even like in this like later recording that we're doing, I feel like we've, there's so much more I want to dive into, but I've gotten to hear so much great stuff about you from 
about your feelings about this game, how like some things have stayed the same the way you've played it as it's you've stuck with like the FIFA franchise in general, but uh, and then you've made some changes as you've played. Is there anything else you didn't get to share about FIFA 06 Road to the World Cup or or your relationship with FIFA in general or anything you want to like put a bow on before we do some fun things? Uh, you know, it, it's just been an interesting ride with FIFA. I remember starting out in FIFA 94, playing it on a friend's Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of great memories. They're usually like <laughs> tied to like partying or just like smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> I have this one interesting memory of playing FIFA 94 on a Super Nintendo, but it was like in like 2004 or five. <laughs> and we watched Anchor and I had watched Anchorman for the first time. And <laughs> And I think I also like took mushrooms and it was just a, a really great <laughs> What a <laughs> I just have these weird specific memories like beating Todd when I hadn't played it in years. Like the and then just it's just been just FIFA's just brought me a lot of joy and I appreciate it. That's awesome. Well, well, hey, we've got some fun stuff to a couple fun segments to do, but uh, thank you so much for sharing all of that. That was really great. Um, but yeah, we'll pivot to our two post game segments, the first of which is the fact me by your game segment. Now this is just a segment where I tell facts to my guest. Uh, so they could be development secrets or development history, Easter egg secrets. Um, this game FIFA 06 specifically is really hard to find anything for. Um, it really is. It's a very obscure game. It's tough. Like, uh, but I've got a few things that I still wanted to share. Um, even if they're not the most groundbreaking, the first fact is that it has the exact same soundtrack as the regular FIFA 06 game that came out afterwards. So for whatever reason, they share the exact same soundtrack. Who knows? Um, the second fact I have for you is that if you complete all scenarios in FIFA 06 Road to the World Cup, which I'm guessing is just uh, could either be all the trophies and the achievements or maybe it's winning the World Cup with every team. Once that happens, you get an achievement score of 500 G's on Xbox 360, which is like a crazy amount. So it's like a, as opposed to getting like a 15 G small achievement. It's like as massive one as it gets. Um, that's a lot of G's, a lot of G's, uh, which we like, we like G's. So that's good. We like G's. Uh, um, the last fact I have for you is that, uh, for the first time in the FIFA series, this game allowed the player to practice shooting against the goalie while the match loads. And I forgot to mention that that was fucking dope. That was great. It was like a game before the game. It was, yes. it was fun. It seemed like I was actually going to include this in like the original um, history and context, but I, when I had like nothing interesting to share for the facts, I kept it, <laughs> but this must've been interesting. Do you remember anything about that? Did it just help you get warm for the game? Yes. And what was funny is there's just like this weird aspect of like, before the game, if somebody's doing something or like not paying attention yeah. or like on their phone and the other person is practicing, you're like, God, wait, no, you can't shoot while I'm not shooting. Or like, <laughs> like the fact that like you could exit out of it or like cut it off, mm -hmm. like just like messing with a friend, like they're about to shoot, like you've taken some shots and it's about to be their turn and they're about to do so. And then you just like exit out. Yeah. <laughs> like you just go to the animation before the game. Yeah. I, I that was really cool. And they have it now. They obviously kept it and there are the games change randomly before now. So it's oh. like basically the drills that you do that you can practice. They, 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 that's what you do before the game. So it's always different now what you do. That's incredible. 
like I wish other sports games would incorporate something like that. If like if it, you're playing a basketball game, you're just like getting shots up or you're practicing passing or whatever. But that's it would it would it would be nice with Madden because Madden I feel like obviously it takes a lot, but it has a it takes a while for it to load. Not necessarily a while, but compared to other games, sure. and it'd be cool if there was like some like game to play, but while it was loading. But there's yeah, uh, I think especially like. As the quarterback, it'd be like, all right, well, here's how you do like a dump pass. Here's how you throw a deep fade. Just like to get the player like in a little groove. I think that would be great. Um, so oh, also on the end of this fact, uh, in an interview with EA Sports producer Danny Isaac, he said this was the one new, uh, this was one new opportunity that this game offered because of the current gen consoles in power. So the Xbox 360, you just couldn't do something like this on an Xbox or PS2, and that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that'll bring us to the end of the Factory Buy Your Game segment. The last one I have for you is the Game Recommendation segment. So the this, Leonard, this is my one-force tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Name, where I'm treating FIFA 06 as your special, like, uh, summer, incredible, incredibly passionate summer fling, and these games I recommend to you are going to be you know, potential partners for you moving forward. Uh, cause sometimes you've probably, we've probably all had friends who once they've ended a relationship, the next person they've dated is exactly the same as the per, as the previous partner or <laughs> wildly different or something out of left field. So I'll just get right into it. Uh, the first one I want to recommend to you is you, you would like a more like arcade, uh, unrealistic, style soccer game i'll recommend to you uh super mario strikers which is a gamecube game and it's a mario soccer game you get like power-ups and stuff but it was uh this is probably my favorite soccer game i've ever played um obviously it's hard to find a gamecube or this game now but like if you ever get the chance uh pretty fun um uh when did this come out i want to say this was like oh four yeah it's weird like 2000 to like 2005 Mm -hmm was the hev- very heavy with the uh, street sport games. Yes. NBA street, mm-hmm. NFL street. I guess it all really, the it all starts with NBA jam and like totally. blitz. Just like the no rules. Let's play these sports with no yeah. rules and crazy uh, abilities. And I love those. In fact, that actually is a perfect pivot into my next recommendation for you, which is if you want a wildly different EA football game, NFL Streets Volume 2 is for you, my friend. I love the oh, Streets yeah. franchise. And that's the best street one. And there, it was, dude, it was so much fun. And then there's like a, uh, there's an off brand one called like Ballers, um, <laughs> where like you, it was kind of ahead of his time where it was like you could like go to their house and like buy cars and like buy like shit for their house and also like play in the streets. Oh, okay. And there was like the and one basketball. I might be giving away games, but. NFL Street, you can't go. That game was so much fun. So cool. Uh, I I had played it a little bit. I was more into Street NBA Street Volume 2 was like mine. I remember going through a whole season with, I think I had like uh, whoever the Cavs center was when LeBron was first there. Ilgowskis. Ilgowskis. Yes, for some reason, he was my center. And then I think I had like MJ on my team, like the classic MJ. Oh man. So, oh man. Now I have to go back and play this game. I know. Uh, but anyway, the NFL street volume two is my wreck, but then the final wreck I have for you, this is definitely the out of left field one that if you, which we found out, this is not something you really even cared about with 
uh, 06 game is that if you need, just need to be in a World Cup, Leonard, if you need to be playing a game that literally has the name World Cup in it, I'll recommend to you Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup, which... Have you heard of this game ever? No. (laughs) What? They made a like full Quidditch game for the computer and maybe like maybe the consoles around like the Xbox and PS2 era where you're literally just playing like a full sports game that's Quidditch. I had it. I think I played through it and was it's cool. But then I think the shine wears off pretty early, but like it was a World Cup game. So there you are. I think I may have heard about the Quidditch game. Um, it literally means nothing to me. I am nowhere near a Potterhead. I haven't even read a Harry Potter book or seen any of the Harry Potter movies. Well, it's a bad time to get into Harry Potter right now. JK is not doing She's herself any favors by being a transphobe. So trash. And that book, she just is trash. But and now the game's coming out. And I'm like, are, I've seen I've seen so many people in the last couple of days be very excited. It was like the last day being yeah. very excited about the game, and it's just like if I liked it, I guess it'd be hard not to want to support to buy the game. But yeah. it's like you also don't want to support her, but it is what it is. Yeah, you're talking about the the new the game announced for PS5. The like I think it's like Hogwarts Legacy or something, but yeah, it basically looks like an open world Harry Potter game set in like the 1800s. And I that's the thing is that. Like I haven't watched any of the movies in years, but I did grow up loving the books and I saw all the movies and stuff, but, and the games were actually pretty great too, but I'm like, well, I don't think I can get this game uh, if it supports her, but like, then you get in the whole conversation, like, well, is it the art or the artisan? It's like, it's a complicated yeah, it's discussion tough. for sure. And it, 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 just, it all depends on who the person is, you know? Yeah. It, it, that's what it is. And this may be an easy line to draw here. I guess we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, that brings us to the end of the game recommendation segment, Leonard. And honestly, that brings us, I gotta be honest to, with you to the end of the show. So, um, I'm going to give you like uh, plenty of time to like plug and stuff and then I'll plug stuff after you. But I just want to say thanks again, pal, for hopping on. We've now been on a zoom together three days in a row. So it's like, oh, we're well oiled. We're just get we're getting in the groove of things. Uh, and I'm excited for the listener to hear this episode. It's going to be like a. A Charlie Kaufman episode where we got stuff here and there pieced together. Um, That's me, baby, all over the place. That's what happens when you <laughs> smoke weed for 15 years straight. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I just realized I talked way too long after I thanked you. But yeah, thanks for coming by. This was a really good time. Hey, I appreciate it. it was, it's been a blast. You know, I had been looking forward to it and it, it, it held up. It was a great time. I love it. Um, well, before you go, I would love for you to be able to share anything you're working on, places you want people to find you, follow you. What sort of stuff do you want to share? Well, you know, we are on a video game podcast. And now that we have all this free time, yeah. I've been playing more video games and I have now started a Twitch. Yeah. So if you want to find me on Twitch, I'll follow you back. I'll watch your stuff. It's the Leonard Smith Jr. I'm not that narcissistic but it was the only option that was available with my name and it on instagram so that's also where you can find me on instagram the leonard smith jr and you can find me on twitter at underscore leonard jr maybe leonard smith jr on twitter i don't really i'll be sure to look it up and put it in the show notes for you for sure uh you know and then you know go check out lemon pepper wet la on instagram and uh we got an, a new little virtual uh, video podcast coming out called Where the Wings At, where we try to find the best wings in L.A. I mentioned it earlier. It, You know, maybe the first episode will be out here by the maybe the time this is uh, released. 
And, uh, you know, film versus film podcast, FVF podcast. Hell yeah. On, uh, all your platforms, you know, f- check it out. Maybe we'll have to have Connor on, you know, and that'd uh, be great. We could do uh, a video game movie. Ooh, oh, uh, now episode. we're now we're I see you're already f- uh, fully formed as a podcast host. You're thinking of integrating other shows. Amazing. Hey man, that's you know sometimes this brain does uh, wild things that I don't I don't understand, but I appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that uh, pretty well. Well, hey, thank you again for being here. I'll go ahead and plug some stuff and get us out of here. Um, of course, as I said at the top of the show, this show is a part of uh, Super NPC Radio, which is just our own little makeshift podcast network. But if you like the show, um, if you like the discussions we have about games, uh, we do a whole lot more of that over there. So go check it out um, and see if it's something you might want to subscribe to if you're a big fan. Um, this show is produced by the great Jeremy Schmidt. You can listen to his his show, Video Games a comedy show, more of a roundtable style podcast. Um, any Anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, it'd be fun to have you on that show sometime later if you'd like to come on. There's some familiar faces. I'm down. Heck yeah. Got it on, got it on a pod. So you, he has to say yes now. Uh, but then you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Connor underscore McCabe. And I've been streaming more lately. So hopefully that continues at Twitch dot tv slash cons is cool 69 that'll do it for this episode and we'll see you on the next one if you want to see-